Blog Talk Radio. You are listening. We'll do it live. Yes. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, February 12th, 2020. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And joining me as soon as possible will be Cameron Hawkins doing his best uh, co host uh, duties. Uh, but until then, let me go ahead and give out all of the pertinent contact information for everybody to reach out and contact us. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, uh, you can hit us up live and talk to us on air. Hit us up on the Constellation line. So get in line. Call us at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Three. And that gets you in queue to talk to us on this very show live. Second way to have your voice heard, drop us a voicemail. Uh, hit us up on the voicemail line. You've got three unadulterated minutes of, uh, of, 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 of voice-activated mailing. <laughs> drop us a voicemail, 415 415- 787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. We've got three unadulterated minutes uh, to ask uh, any question or pose any comments, whatever you got. Uh, you can do it there. Uh, and excuse that background noise if you, I'm sure it's picking up, but somebody decided to do a load of laundry. Uh, <laughs> you know, Minutes before the show starts. We would do such a thing. Um, once again, voicemail 415-787-5229. Uh, find the show on Twitter uh, at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E-Hawk. And, uh, yeah, and the last fashion of Get Addict, find us on Facebook. Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You will see us amongst the family of fan pages. Drop us a line there. Give us a like. Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. You know how it works. So, Let's get this thing started. First, let's go ahead and bring uh, bring Cam into the into the situation. Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? Not too much. Uh, how's everything? All right. Things are all right. Good. Good to hear. Um, yeah. Where 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 shall we start this week? You know, I feel like this happened. Not the most recent time, but the time before, mm-hmm. where we said, like, wow, this is, like, the least hype 
NXT takeover ever. Um, there's literally an NXT takeover on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, and of course it's in there, but it just hasn't really been talked about. Um, good card as always. I could get some really quality matches, but I mean, I think it has a lot to do with WrestleMania season, it not being accompanied by a pay per view, um, it happening the same night as the All Star Game. Um, there's all kinds of reasons where why it's not really fitting into what people would expect, but but that's yeah. coming. Um, yeah, so that's that's always a big talking point. But I think um, you know probably the big thing I think would be Shayna Baszler Becky Lynch. Um, that's kind of the the big talking point coming out of coming out of Raw, um, setting up a match that we've been anticipating for a while. I mean, the execution of it all, I guess, is the conversation. It's all a bit cartoonish with Shayna really breaking character and, like, biting Becky Lynch's neck, which is, like, it's weird to do that the first time, you know? Like, I always think of Kevin Owens' call-up with, uh, with John Cena, and it was very much the Kevin Owens that wasn't NXT. Like, it wasn't a department of character. So, like, there's kind of a conversation around exactly what she did, and then you know, Becky going to the hospital and stealing the ambulance and coming back. So it's all kinds of stuff really mixed up with that. I think it's kind of a big story here. Uh, okay, so the execution of 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 that with with Shayna attacking Becky and biting her seemingly on the back of the neck, but Later on, when we saw Becky's bandage, it was kind of on the side, and I, I think if if that wasn't shot right, or or if Shayna didn't you know, angle herself the right way, whatever, it's kind of I, I I don't give too much shit for that. But just the idea of you could bite someone so severely on the neck that your whole that your face looks like you know you're PLC video, let's say. And if you bit somebody so bad that your face looked like a jelly donut, they would, there would be like, it would be like a horror movie. Like blood would be spurting from Becky's neck. It was just over the top. Like, why'd they do that with the makeup, with the blood packet or whatever they did? Instead of a trickle, coming out of the side of Shayna's mouth that's understated, like, holy crap, did she just bite her? It's, it's you know, what it was. Jelly face, over-the-top, Joker makeup, lips and, and face. And Becky didn't respond as if she had a giant gash missing from her neck, which should have been. So, so the execution, or or not the execution? Yeah, I guess the execution, uh, and the idea that oh, we're going to have someone show up and bite someone in the neck, and that's going to be the the angle. Where where are we going forward now? I mean, Becky cut a really nice promo yeah. at the end of the, at the end of Raw, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, her her doing her special thing, which is selling the big fight. You know, which is what she is probably the best at in that company right now, you know. Um, but she didn't need this yeah. weird vampire thing for Shayna. 
I mean, two weeks ago, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm pissed off because she didn't win the Rumble, and that's the best way, you know, you can do everything you're doing. And still, you didn't need to have her show up, fight Becky on the match. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? It's just so out of the realm of, of things that happen. Out, beat her down, hit her with a chair, like do wrestling stuff, you know, that we're accustomed to. And I think it's just as effective. Um it was it was weird. I don't think that, I, but I think we'll get over it. I, I I do think that'll pass because again, like I think we take we take Shayna Baszler with these two again. Becky Lynch excels at selling the big fight, and Shayna Baszler is a truth teller. Um, and so I think that you know with those two things mixed in, I guess it's going to be good. Like from here on out, but I think they'll also see the ridiculousness of what happened with the execution and that they'll move on from that. Um, it was just silly. Is, is like it one it of those really things was. where we might, like if we get to next week and there's no, there's no replay, there's no still shot of, of, of Shayna's face right after it's done. If it's just kind of like, you know, if they edit it and, and, and edit out all the, not because it's, oh, it's so gory, but because they go, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know what it instantly makes me think of? Hogan hitting Rock with the semi. Like, it happened, and we all know it happened, and Rock was fine. (laughs) And it really wasn't a part of Yeah, it really was not part of the story. Yeah. So, and the way that Hogan and Paul and Nash and those guys reacted after when they looked in the in the mirror in the in the uh, cabin or whatever was like he was just guts and everything just in the like he had been turned to couples. Um, right, I hate I have to do that, but yeah. Um, so I, I think it'll pass and and we'll get where we need to. Somebody said, Travis, what happens to Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir? And I said, forgotten daughter. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I, they they aren't ready for prime time, so I wouldn't want to weigh down uh, Shane's gimmick. He, although they've done a good job of, with them on NXT, but I don't think you can hide them like that on the main roster. For, yeah, for let them for let very them long. down there. I mean, worst case scenario, they're not very good, and there's there's space down there for that. Best case scenario, they are good, and you keep, you know. Um, you keep reloading and restocking their women's division. You know, just uh, no reason to rush. You got enough to go on top. Um, and even if it's just it's just for Shayna's uh, gimmick and career, it's one of those. Well, we'll re we'll reevaluate in six, nine, twelve months, and then maybe tell that story of introducing those two women to the main roster. Yeah, you can have your heavies. Exactly. With Shayna. Yeah. And I think, like, I feel like we've now gotten past the uh, the idea of Ronda being a part of WrestleMania. Like, I feel like that's... That was just perfectly fine with me. Like, that she was good, but, yeah. you know, I think that... I don't think she's adding something to WrestleMania. Like, I, I think that she has the name, but I will die on the hill that Shane is more complete than she is in doing many of the same things. So, yeah, I think that's where we are with that. Um... Drew McIntyre um, just, to me, continues to show that he's 
a very good selection to, to be in the WrestleMania main event. Um, I thought that he – like, there's a difference between playing to the crowd and interacting with the crowd. Um, and I think he does a good job of acting like there are people in the audience, not that he's talking to the WWE universe. Um, just asking them questions while he's going and reacting to things that they say, and it's just good. Um, you know, he was on the MVP lounge. Um, MVP that still has, like, that charisma to be able to talk to a guy. And Drew responded to him like he actually knew the guy, like they went way back. Like, it wasn't it wasn't for show. Um, and yeah, just the idea of him standing on his own, not needing anybody next to him, being his own man. Like, I think that resonates with the section of the audience that wants to boo a Brock Lesnar and thinks that he hides his deficiencies behind a Paul Heyman. Um, so I, I thought that was really good. And they seem to really be, they, I think they picked the right guy to, to main event WrestleMania. Um, yeah. So I, I think that was good. Um, and not having him wrestle somebody every week, I think, is also good. Like, let him be a part of segment. Let him show off charisma. Let him come out there in people's clothes. Like, that's that's all good. Do that. Yeah. Um, and then kind of the I, I did watch um I watched AEW start to finish. Um, thought it was a pretty good show. Um, yeah. I think that again, we have not talked about. Cody Rhodes, um, you know, being taken to ten lashes. We haven't discussed that. Um, I, Travis, we we live in this weird world where I've, I've never heard so many people who have never had anything to say about racism and wrestling get really loud about MJF beating Cody Rhodes with a belt during Black History Month. I was stunned, and then when I got over it, stunned. I was like, oh. Like this is what it takes for people to <laughs> for people to. Yeah, it was under the guise of well, well, I don't want to say the whole argument, but some, one argument was, well, hey, you're going to get, you know, there's a certain segment of the wrestling community is not going to like this. And it was just like, uh, as that obvious segment that you're that you're not being fucking brave enough to just say, you know, black fans might have a problem. As a black fan, yeah, you know, genuine. No. And our, one or two people had a problem, but mostly didn't. But um, I say all that to say, um, I was talking earlier. I think that, uh, you know, Shayna Baszler is a master of the beatdown. Becky Lynch is a master of selling the big fight. Uh, Roddy Strong makes every single thing he does count. Like Some people just have superpowers where there's that thing at wrestling that they're super good at that, you know, mm-hmm. if you had to point to one person that, that comes up, nobody books Cody Rhodes better than Cody Rhodes. He knows exactly what his character is supposed to be and how people should respond to him. And he had all the sympathy of the crowd. He knew who to bring out there. He knew when to have his brother come and out, when. when to have Arn come yeah, out, yeah, yeah. when to have his yeah, when to have his wife come out. It was so good. Um, and MJF is, is playing the hell out of his role in it, too, with his facial expressions, with having to accept that Cody's doing the things that he wants and then getting the cheap shot. Like, that was, that's a great main event angle. Um, what did you – what about the end when they had Cody and his – Big tough guy, you know, running away through the crowd. Did that take anything when they away have, from? When they have Cody or when they have MJF and them running? Oh, away? I'm sorry, MJF and his, and his big tough guy running. No, yeah, with, uh, with the, the low blow and then running away, I thought was really good. Like they, yeah, yeah, they they nailed that. Um, 
Now, I was thinking, I was asking you if you were going tonight, but I couldn't. I can't drag myself to Cedar Park in the cold, <laughs> especially like an event like on a Wednesday when you know nobody's going to be like hanging out. Just I couldn't do it. But you know, hopefully that's another good show. I, I think that the action was good on the show. Some stuff I really liked. Um, I'm, I'm interested in what happens with. Hangman Page. Um, yeah, it was, it was a, a fun watch. It felt I, again. I still don't quite see how somebody can say, "Oh, I like AEW over NXT because you know like I, there's action." But um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a good show. Yeah, of, of all the responses I heard about last week's show, it was that it was one of their it was one of their it was one of their better shows. Uh, the booking, the opening and the closing segments especially. Uh, and, and people, uh, NXT on the other channel wasn't a strong show. So you had that on top of uh, some oh. of the good stuff that, that AEW had. Uh, so, but, but most of the things I've heard about their last few shows have been, have been mostly positive. It's been a few weeks I did like, heard, the, like uh, just a, a dog show. I don't really see um, like titles change. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't think Bianca Belair is going to beat Rhea Ripley. I think her win's still right. too fresh. I think they want a one-on-one match. I think that, you know, um, I don't know if Bianca Belair moves up, but I think she's had these crazy strong showings during Survivor Series and doing, during the Royal Rumble that like raw benefits getting a Bianca Belair instantly, um, you know. So I don't, I don't think the title changes hands there. I don't see Champa beating Cole. I could see uh, Riddle and Dunn beating Undisputed Era. I, I could see that. Um, you know, I don't think Keith Lee loses. That fits in you know, with the I, story I, of their, their quote unquote. Yeah, the thing keeps to crumble. Yeah. yeah, and then I think you save. I think you don't get dream, uh, dream strong, the grudge match until the WrestleMania takeover. Like, I think that's but, for that. Let's let's talk about his return. Yeah, dream uh, came back. <laughs> kind of glossed over that. Dream came back. Uh, um, the physical part was very disappointing. Uh, I described yeah. it on the VIP. Okay. On the VIP to Rich, there's this. There's a meme of an, of a like a B a B Indian movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like a Bollywood thing, or at least it doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's a really cheap action movie from India. And there's a guy surrounded by goons who are about to beat him up, and he literally, it's like a seven year old pretending to do karate stuff. He's just flailing his arms around, and I just got that feel. I was like, what's going on? Why? Who put this together? And why is it so? Goddamn sloppy and, and, and bad looking. Uh, the mm. undisputed era had to say, had to hold up and slow down and let the one guy beat up all four of them. And the one guy just didn't look competent in trying to take out four guys with his his offense. Do you want to call it mm. his helicopter arm? Uh, so not the strong. I'm glad this guy's back and waiting to see him six months. Uh, yeah, for, for, for um, return. Um, but yeah, just not the most impressive return. So I'll ask you, because I have to ask you, 
So it's mm-hmm. it's February. WrestleMania is in April. Is does Dream only have six weeks left in NXT? Or mm-hmm. now that NXT is is very much because he hasn't been on NXT since what the second televised episode. That's when uh, Roddy feels like October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I I still think there is a a Velveteen Dream NXT title run there. I, I really do. But man, do you do you wait another six months, Trav? Do you wait another year? Like, I don't know. If you're if yes, uh, easy, uh, quick easy answer yes. I just he could use more physical seasoning. Just, I, I don't think these guys in NXT get as many dates as as uh, as you need to typically like show up and be a, a mainstay, you know, upper mid card main event or on the main roster. Um, I, I don't, you know, is, is Velveteen on? Are, are the NXT guys wrestling three times a week, like main roster guys? Like, or, or do they get that I work? Think two. Yeah, I think two. two yeah, but. Huh? Yeah, so I, I just I'd like him to I don't know that. Yeah, and same with Bianca Belair. She could she she would definitely be a jolt. I think SmackDown certainly could, could could use her from what I'm hearing about that show and that women's division specifically. Um, but I think Velveteen is he's right. You could bring him up right now, and they could work with him and work around any any of his so-called deficiencies or, or whatever. But another six months in NXT as the star of NXT certainly would not be. He hasn't had the chance yet to be NXT yet. He had, so a nice run with the, the brand on his shoulders to see how that goes. Wouldn't, if, you're a, if you're an exec looking at you know moving your pieces around and all that kind of thing, I wouldn't think that. I would think that's yeah. a good idea. If my goal, let's is see how he holds up as the, as the man. Let's let's uh, yeah. throw him in the deep end. But I, I don't know who would give them a better right. chance of of keeping those numbers with with AEW. I, I think he's. I'm not saying he would do it, but I think he's the best option. I think that between him and Keith Lee. Um, those who have the most charisma on that roster. Um, Listen, I, 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 I think a Shirai Green like Finn Balor feud throughout the oh, summer. God. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Would be amazing Man. And, and would be career defining for a guy like Green. Yeah, Man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And you're just not going to get that on the main roster. You're going to put them with. Bullshit, you know, you know, you know the formula. They're gonna have them with very obvious mid card people for the first three months, <laughs> most likely beating those guys. And he just wouldn't have it. Opposed to if he came in a year from now after being in Mr. NXT for six eight months, come in with a little more fanfare. People absolutely know who he is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Shit, I might even wait on Bianca like Belair, was... fuck around and have yeah. the triumvirate, just melanin popping all on top of that uh, uh, yeah. uh, show. Just Velveteen, Lee, and Bianca as your three main champions this summer. 
I just want the picture. I just need one picture or one <laughs> gift. Um, I feel like there was one more thing. Um, I mean, there is Simone Johnson signing at the Performance Center. Um, first, potentially, first fourth generation WWE wrestler. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. I, I don't even – my first thing is why. Um, my first, second, third, and tenth thing is what the fuck. Why yeah, indeed? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's all because of we need that we fourth legacy, uh, fourth generation, blah blah blah. And she yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like it was more and, them asking than her her asking. Um, you know, even if it's her, even if she's like, please, Dad, please give me a leg in, please, please, yeah. please, please, I'm doing everything in my power to sabotage a wrestling career for my daughter. Yeah. And providing every other kid you know, right? Build her a fucking studio. Hey, hey Tyler yeah. Perry, could you give my my daughter a job? Yeah. Like, what are you going to say, no? She uh, could very well be, have been wanting to do this, and this could be her dream, and I'm not yeah. one to knock a kid's dreams. At, at, I, first of all, that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say is, regardless of how they try to tell the story, regardless of how much it sounds like rags to riches and bootstraps and all that, The Rock had Vincent Mann's number in a Rolodex. And this was his fallback option. And God bless him, he's given more to it than it's ever given him, but The Rock wrestled for seven years. You know, like, I, he's not a lifer. He's, he's come back to do favors, but this was not what he originally planned on doing with his life. This was his fallback. And so The Rock having more money than he'll ever be able to spend now, um, you know, his daughter would have the option of doing anything she wanted to do. And again, if this is what she wants to do, then great. Travis, as much as we love talking about wrestling, like if if we had children and they said, hey, we want to talk about wrestling just like you guys did, and I had a million dollars sitting in the house, I'd be like, no, go do something else. Like, like, please. Like, there are a million well, things you could do. Why, why do so, this? So your thing is mainly an identity, kind of, like, why you don't, you know, like, uh, no, 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 no. go do your I own mean, thing? Is it, like, forge your own kind of identity? Not even deal? forge your own past. Not even forge your okay. own past. I'm just, why take, um, you know, I feel like you're taking a harder road than you need to. But, again, I, I don't know this kid. So this could very well be what she's always wanted to do. I would just say, look, you can do anything. Like, like, and I don't mean you can do anything like we tell kids they can do anything. And we don't take into account their background and socioeconomic status and their actual ability. Not like that when yeah. we tell kids. You can actually do anything. We have the money to make anything possible. We, we know a guy who can put you in the door with an internship somewhere and eventually get to the thing you want to do. Simone Johnson would be somebody Well, sure. I'm trying I mean, to be humble about it. But, yeah, I, 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 like, we can put yeah, you in anywhere. Why this? Um, and, and, again, who knows? She may love it. She may fail at it. And she may be super cold at it. Um, she also may hate it in a month and go do something else. And whatever she does, it's fine. Who cares, right? Like, this ain't – wrestling ain't no cause, but, whoa, it, it's it's super interesting. Like, outside of, what, Shane McMahon and potentially a Ric Flair, depending on what month it was, 
this is the, the wealthiest child to ever train to be pro, a pro wrestler, I think. <laughs> like, and you can't even really say the McMahon's trained. Uh, but, ain't no way Tony Khan didn't train to try. He, he definitely wanted to be a wrestler at some point. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, this is top, top three yeah, or four. Yeah, like, this is, yeah, this is, oh, oh boy. You're, um, you're, if I'd be the parent. Away. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be the parent that would <clears throat> uh, trying to be, you know, psychological. Like, okay, I don't want to go, um, you know, away uh, against them because it's just going to push them further into doing the thing I don't want them to do. But I certainly would be the parent, especially in Rock's situation, that would give them every opportunity to do everything else in wrestling besides be a wrestler. I'd be like, hey, you could, you could go, you could go to design school and design the outfits. We were, y'all were talking about the music. Like, you want to produce wrestling? <laughs> uh-huh. you, know, you want to be an editor? You want to shoot the shit? You want to produce the shit? You want to start your own company? I'd be doing everything to, like, oh, yeah, no, I love what you're interested in, but do it this way. And not, you know, the brain damage, uh, drug addict way. Or, or, or you know, uh, being, you know, very, you know, dickish, but yeah, yeah. Good luck, though. I mean, I, I good luck not just, like, get, you know, the physical part. Good luck with being a fucking wrestler dealing with these fans as a fourth-generation woman wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... Okay. How dare I don't, you? I don't even know how I'd react to her just knowing those things. I just want to blow her just because. Just Think about what you said about thing. Charlotte. Like, <laughs> think about what they said about Charlotte. And about how, and, and Charlotte again is is super talented, and probably, you know, after you take your Bianca, Naomi, and Embers, like Charlotte's definitely in the top tier of athletes that they have. She's had some spectacular matches, has a great look to her. But every time Charlotte wins a championship match, it's oh they just want her to catch her dad. Oh her name's getting her in places, and I'm not saying that none of that's true. But just yeah. like the the rocks kid, like, ooh, she like she better be good. But if, but if, as soon as I she's good, she people are gonna so underestimate good how good she is. Like kid, if she's bad, people are gonna. A, she would have to be good in a very different way. And rock, she couldn't come out there with the over the top charisma because it would be automatically like, oh, mm-hmm. she's trying to be like her dad. Even if it's just like, well, I am his daughter. And you know, it's just that's my personality, and that's what I'm good at. But, but yeah, it's almost like uh, you wanted to come out in crow makeup, you know, crow sting makeup, like a, an emo gimmick, just something totally opposite than you know, dress shoes and a Versace shirt, and you know, a gold chain and a nice shape up. Just yeah, how can we? And you know what? She also she also ethnically looks really really young. You know, like she looks like a big kid, and so, like I wonder, with her, like like, and what I mean is, she looks substantially younger, at least in the face to me, than everybody else on that roster. And so, like, what's it like when she interacts? Like, I have so many questions that I know that I only have because of who she is. You know, like it's. If we have this microscope and we don't have a dog in the fight, and of course we want the kid to succeed, boy, what are people saying? Like, how does – okay, 
we have no reason to think that anybody in NXT is like a bad person, right? You don't hear stories about anybody down there not really getting along with one another. Right. Imagine Simone Johnson training with Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. I thought you were going in the other direction. Imagine Simone Johnson in her fucking nice Orlando apartment and across town everybody you know, people are five and two five and you know, in two or three bedroom apartments because they make forty grand a year and they're trying to, you know, trying to make it. Yeah. Damn, granted, that's not NXT Roy. They didn't get her that apartment. That's just her sure. privilege. She comes okay, from money. money. But, yeah, it's just that kind of... I mean, just think of how they... It's different, but how they treated the men. Now, granted, things are different. Not just he's different and she's different, but times are different. Yeah. It's not 2005. And, but people still have Hopefully. when they when they know yeah. you didn't come in the right way as if that that means so little in 2020 than it has ever meant sure i'm i'm working in the right way you know she's in you know so let's not yeah she's in william regal's and uh cheryl cheryl del rey's nxt and not you know bill demott's nxt (laughs) like happy for you kid this is probably a good thing um and, you know, who knows, like, maybe her and Karen Q hit it off, and Stoke hit it off, and they're all just buddy-buddy and helping each other through everything. And everything works out great. You know, we hope it does, but, man, that's – I have so many questions. It's, it's – I'm Travis, I'm sure you and I are going to be doing this thing for a long time. This is probably the most interesting story to follow that we've been able to see from day one. I'm, I'm super fascinated. Another thing she might have to deal with, as anybody in in that situation, when you're when you this is why rich people and well-off people stay within their station because then you have to worry about well who's attaching themselves to me because not because we are drawn exactly. to each other or we get along personally who's looking, who's really but got my who's a fucking hanger on because. Uh-huh. You know, I could do things for them or my name or whatever. My month, the fact that I had that nice apartment in Orlando. Yep. <laughs> you know, this is just be petty shit, not even career stuff. Just, yeah. you know, I want to fuck the rock's daughter. That kind of shit from men. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's just that kind of level of shit you wouldn't have to go through, which she probably would on some level. But, you know, if she was with people that were in Hollywood or in whatever. I guess she's a Hollywood like, girl now because her dad's a Hollywood man. It's uh, it's it's a goddamn it's the Olympic Village, you know. You heard stories about the Olympic Village. Now, imagine if they never had to go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's that. Um, it's it's grad school for for muscleheads. Uh, yeah, it's it's this is going to be interesting to follow. It really is. For sure. Um. Any other something we need to talk about before we uh, hit the phone line? Uh, aren't we getting – wait, so who's who, who facing at Super Showdown? Is Goldberg facing the Fiend? Am I making that up? I can't be sure because I didn't see it, but that's kind of what I heard. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like floating around, and I – yeah, um – let, let's and did he challenge him? Because I didn't see his appearance on SmackDown. Like, did he show up and go, come on, Dean, you're next? 
Yeah, he, he was there via, via satellite. You know how the game oh. goes. Um, okay. But, yeah, oh, oh, so, and then we'll talk about the, the other half of it, which isn't actually announced, but kind of is announced. Um, yeah, The Fiend and Goldberg for the, for the Universal title is happening. Uh, Reigns and Corbin in the cage. Uh, of course, Morrison and Miz won the number one contenders match, so they'll face the New Day. And then there's like a stupid gauntlet match. But, um, like, that I'm sure Mansoor will be thrown into. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I bless him. Wait, 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 wait. Um, has anybody, maybe I'm just late, but has anybody not talked about uh, Goldberg versus Cena at WrestleMania? Is that a thing? I no no no. I'm that. It just hit me right now. Like, mm. what if Mm-mm. what if Goldberg appears? Tell the Fiend maybe he does something with him at Super Showdown. I doubt Fiend or Goldberg would win the, win the title. And then Cena showing up this Friday. Could we get Goldberg Cena at WrestleMania? He's showing up the 28th. Uh, Cena is coming back. But, oh, not Friday. Oh, not yeah. Friday. Okay. Well, he'll be there um, two weeks. Yeah. Eh, I'm just, you know, they don't have a big, a big thing. And some money match. Mm-hmm. That, that could be it. Like a, 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 a thing where we know. Like, mm-hmm. What's it called? A man, it could be a manufactured dream match. Nobody's called, nobody's asking for it. But WWE yeah. could certainly, with a month or two of, of, of hype, get this to the level, you know, at least for uh, momentary, get people thinking, oh, wow, yeah, I kind of want to be seen at Goldberg forever. Even I ran I'm my place like you ran your place. I was unstoppable. You were unstoppable. You know, some bullshit. Some bullshit. Get out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so so, so, so there's all that. Um, yeah, Goldberg in, in the scene. People are going to have to, on a, on a Thursday afternoon, yeah. I'm, I'm you know, we'll get notes. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you. That's a tweet. <laughs> I turn. I, I disabled my network uh, network uh, 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 notification, so I won't get them there. But you know, we'll find out. Mm. So. I mean, right, we, uh, it's not really um, like we don't have specifics on it, but you know, the XFL came out. I actually watched uh, two of the games. Yeah. Um, I, like. What can you say? If you just need football, you'll watch. Um, I, I, I even tweeted, like, there aren't 30 good quarterbacks on earth. Like, there are really maybe 10 at a time, 15 being generous. And I don't mean in the pros. Good I mean, or, like, great? Period. Like, because there are maybe eight guys in the pros who are good. Think about it. There are eight guys who are good in the pros every year. And then there are four or five guys waiting in the wings in college who are good. But you can't say that every starting quarterback is good. Um, I hear you in that. I'll for fuck's sake. No, okay. But, but, yeah, in, as far as being in the But you know exactly what I'm saying, though. Like, good relative to everybody else, but mm-hmm. there's ten guys you're always going to take before everybody else. Like, like when you pick teams and pick up, Eventually, there's a drop off where you're just looking at guys. And you're like, okay, you can yeah, like, like Kate McNown on the fucking, is in the park, and he said a quarterback is going to murk mm-hmm. everything. Kate McNown yeah, like, can't fucking get a third string job in the NFL. Exactly. 
exactly. So, I mean, to me, the game is so much about scheme and quarterback play and, and matchups and having two or three dynamic guys who just look different than everybody else. Once you get to the point where everybody at best is an NFL practice squad player, there's no separation between who's fast and who's not and who can beat a guy for a ball and who can't and who can beat somebody in the hole. There's no, there's no separation. And so you're just watching guys play football. Like I enjoyed watching Cardell Jones play because he still has a monster arm and watching him throw it deep out is still a thing of beauty. And nobody on the D line being big enough to sack him clean. Like that's cool, but he's the out leader. Everybody else at quarterback pretty much sucks. And so I he's a top this go around? Huh? Is he the, this, this XFL generation Tommy Maddox? Um, Tommy Maddox. I think he hate so me were the two guys that, like, had any kind of NFL career. After. Well, Tommy Maddox, like, I think the biggest difference with them, Cardell Jones has this big arm, but they call him 12 gauge for a reason. Because shotguns aren't accurate. <laughs> you know, like, he's not throwing dimes out there, but he's making some plays. But. Like, like again, I, and this sounds like rude when you say it, but if you're an XFL quarterback, that really means you're not one of the 100 best quarterbacks on the planet, probably, because 96 of them are on NFL rosters, and then, yeah, and then there are, you know, again, guys in college who are going to get drafted when you didn't. They're better than you, so it's it's like. Of course, these guys will beat you in a long ball competition, maybe in an accuracy competition, but they're not good enough to do it against live NFL talent. So and put it all together um, at the same time. Under the exactly, exactly. So, like, if you just need to watch football, you'll watch this. I, there's not a guy out there that I watched and all of that that I'm like, like, Ricky Pro's kid was pretty good, um, small, speedy white receiver, which, you know, you can see how a guy like that gets passed over in the league and how he could probably make some plays or be somebody's slot. But outside of that, I didn't see nothing super impressive. Um, maybe it gets better, but again, it's plain as day. The, the reason that it's funny, Trav, people were like, well, if there aren't 30 good quarterbacks and everybody's like a BNC player, why is college football any good? And to me, it was like, because college football, there are dynamic athletes out there. Like, not all these guys can play at the at the highest level, but a bunch of these guys can or are going to get drafted. And the difference between them and the other guys is why college is fun, because you get to see these incredible plays. And then you have scheme, you have pageantry, you know, people like me paying all this money to go to the school to go and watch. Um, yeah, like there's a, it's a different sport than what the XFL is. The biggest reason, there are dynamic players. Um, and right now, they don't have that. So, Maybe it increases. Maybe they throw some real money at NFL prospect guys, and they can get them for a year or two when they're young before they go to the league. But I don't know. Something's going to have to change. <laughs> and this idea that <laughs> Colin Kaepernick needed to uh, lower himself. Oh, God. XFL money. Yeah. People. Even if he like, never plays another NFL down in his career, in his life, that does not mean he should take, you know, just because like yeah. just because I can't as a PhD in, in 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 computer physics can't find a fucking job don't mean I should go. Perfect city. Yeah. 
if you're hungry, you should eat dirt. Well, no, I shouldn't eat dirt because I've proven that I'm sandwich worthy. Why should I eat dirt? The only thing stopping me from eating the sandwich is because you decided you don't want to give me a sandwich. It's nothing that I'm doing. It's you. Like, I should continue to try to get my sandwich if I'm not dying. Yeah, he, he at the XSL. Could you, like, the idea that... The money he would bring, all he would... Yeah. The idea that a quarterback who lost the Super Bowl on the very last play, like, should, and then missed another Super Bowl by one uh, pass deflection. Like, the idea yeah. that that person should lower themselves and play in the XFL is stupid if you watch the XFL. It was stupid when they said he should, they should, he should lower himself and be somebody's fucking backup for the last two years. <laughs> it was already. Now you're wondering the goddamn, you know. Yeah. Shit. All right. Yep. All right. Let's talk to some folks. 347-202-0103 is the number to get through. Let's open up things or open things up with uh, Kylan up in Newark. Kylan, welcome to the show. What up? Hey, thank you, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah. What's on your mind? Uh, Cam. Oh, first, I would just like to say I really enjoyed your VIP exclusive interview with A.J. Gray. I wish you could have gone longer. Yeah, it was um, it was a thing where he had, you know, a free half hour or so, and he was headed off to, like, dinner, but... Maybe, and we'll have to see, um, we're going to be together again Saturday night, so we'll see if that turns into some additional content. But, yeah, um, really good kid, really fun interview. And, and trust me, Colin, like I had to explain to Wade like that we really have to put a disclaimer. Well, Wade told me to put a disclaimer. I was like, Wade, there's a lot of language on here. Like it's just guys like shooting the shit. Like, so we, we made sure to get that. But thank you. He's um, – a fun interview subject, like, you know, a 25-year-old kid with big dreams. And it was really fun to talk to him. So, so thank you for listening. And he, and, he has a, and, he has a, and he has a great rap name, by the way, too. Yes. Which only Juice? You're, you're, you're welcome. It was a pleasure to listen to them. Thank you. Um. So as far as Simone Johnson signing with WWE, since I take it you guys have not seen this, a few hours ago, Cassie Kelly did an interview with Simone Johnson, which is posted on all of WWE's various channels where Simone made a clear point to say this is her this is all her decision to want to wrestle and her her grandma Atta used to sit her down and watch Every WWE DVD with her every weekend when she 
she would go to Asta and Rocky's house because Asta has every WWE DVD in a giant stack. Yeah, no, I mean, she's a big giant fan, and and it's it's, it's, I think, a miracle, not a miracle, but it's one of those things that you're lucky if your kids have interest in anything. Uh, as a parent, <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, when you do something that can be, you know, painful and dangerous, usually, unless you're like some West Virginia coal miner and shit, you don't want your kids, you want them to do better things than what, you know, you had me. So, I, I, again, I, I don't want to sound too judgmental, but if it's all her, good. I, I'm, I'm, I hope that's true and she's not being pushed into it or coerced by her dad to do it. I can't imagine mm-hmm. with, with his position and his resources and connections. Put it this way. If she's being pushed into it, we all should be very, very surprised because it does not sound like it at all. Well, I hope she's going in eyes wide open, and and I'm sure she has a full understanding of what she's getting herself into. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I just wonder what, what. I just wonder why. Like, why uh, it's one thing to be a fan, and I've loved it, and I love what my dad does. But when you have so many options, or that could be it. She's like, hey, I could. Hollywood's not going anywhere. Executive jobs or intern job, whatever the fuck I want to do, is not going anywhere. But I might regret it if you know I'm 30 years old and I'm like, oh, what could have, what could have been. So, if you have those options, why not fucking try? Not why not go for, you know. What if she becomes, what if she does hit and is like one of the biggest fucking stars in wrestling in 10 years? And we showed that. Like, yeah. They did it again. They did it again. Those goddamn champions, man. What the fuck? <laughs> and then we got to have a conversation. Is Savoe is Johnson, is she a real black woman? Yeah, right. Here we go, right? And then, but you know what's cool, though? Like, you wonder how it's going to be for her, but it ain't like, by the time she gets, let's say she's, let's say it takes her five years to get to the main roster, right? Mm-hmm. Look at who they're waiting for. Roman, the Usos, Naomi, you know, she's got yeah. family there, even if the Rock's not there. You know what I mean? Like, the kid's in a good position. Oh, and and one more thing. Un, unlike unlike Rocky with The Rock, who 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 did not want Rock to go into this business, Simone says that Rock was one hundred percent supportive of her. Wanting to enter the wrestling business and was very happy when she called to tell him that she signed her contract. 
Mm. He's better than me. But also, good thing. I'm glad she's got support. I mean, uh, yeah. It's better than not having it. <laughs> it's better than Rock openly going, nobody wanted to do shit. <laughs> so, good for good for her. Good for them. I hope she, I hope she enjoys it. I hope she's good. But you know, it's gonna be a while before before we know anything. And in any in a in a in a fair world, it it will be a while before we know anything. Simone Johnson, I don't give a fuck what kind of prodigy she is. Probably should not be. You know, she ain't Kurt Angle with an Olympic wrestling background to transition in two years. Uh, I don't think in two years she should be on anybody's TV. Probably, but we'll see. She could be a goddamn. Diamond in the rough, gym in the whatever. So cool, awesome. Any uh, anything else? So, my question for this week oh. is in is in continuance of the discussion that we had. Two weeks ago, regarding Vince McMahon's future and the XFL and WWE, if the XFL ratings somehow continue to be as solidly good as they apparently were, do you think the XFL will last beyond one season? And do you think Vince McMahon will fully transition into his career as a football impresario to please his snooty Connecticut neighbors who are off put by the fact that he made his bones as a evil disgusting wrestling promoter. So apparently Colin's got the the Greenwich scoop. He knows what Vince's neighbors, neighbors, not business associates. He knows what his neighbors think of him. He's Man. not projecting or anything. Um, Staying to the last part, um, <clears throat> he, no, he's not going to fully transition into being some football impresario. <laughs> uh, no. Well, the big thing, oh, Travis, before you because the, the, the good thing is, Nobody who owns a football team made their money owning a football team. You know, like every single one right. of them. Right. Like you can, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. So that's not like I, I think once you get to a certain amount of money, like, it, it, and of course there was a time, there's always going to be a time where you know he was running a wrestling business. But no, I think that that matters less and less and less. He just has. He just had $350 million that he could put into something. I think that's going to count for more things. So if this thing ends up being successful, um, I don't think that the thing that's going to keep him out of the, uh, 
you know, proverbial you know, boy club is going to be wrestling if this thing works. Like, this is, there's never been a time where more people are making money from not really having done a thing. Like, you know, Jeff Bezos is a slave driver who can deliver anything to you in 48 hours. You know, and that's not the second part hinges on the, on the answer to the first part. Does, does the XFL succeed past? And or, or I see, do they have? Do they exist past one season? And the money in history is on no. Uh, the XFL in 2000, the, or yeah, 2001 or whatever. The 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 one from like 2010 or 11 that they had. The one from the 80s. Do these things? Do any of them have multiple seasons? I or is it? I mean, they, the AFL, the Arena League, just went out of business, and and it went out oh, after twenty five years, you know. And soon as we went a bunch, we become a damn Arena League dynasty. Philadelphia sold. Now suddenly we want to go out there like, oh, these sons of bitches. <laughs> um, so I, I don't. If I had to bet my money, does is there a season two for the XFL? And you have to place the bet. I have to say no, just based on history. I didn't see those games on Saturday and Sunday. I don't. Yeah, we'll see if there's interest, but or, or going it's forward, like, like Cam said, it's just just average football. Who watched the first game? Football's there's no way that goes up. That, that doesn't go up. You don't um, think people are telling like, oh y'all. Uh, Gotta watch XFL next week. We'll think no, because let me tell you the biggest difference, the, the two big differences in in the XFL that have nothing to do with the talent. Um, you're playing in smaller arenas because you have to, and they have on their kickoff. Um, there's your kicker who's back. There's your returner who's back. Everybody else lines up five yards apart, and then once the ball is fielded they can run at each other so as to, you know, lessen the impact. Those are the biggest differences. Um, there is a double forward pass. Oh, 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 let's, 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 let's pause, pause real quick. So the, on kickoffs, when the, the kicker is back. The returner is back. Everybody else is at, like, the, the 40. I lined up five yards and across from each other. still lined up, like, to block their guy or to attack, to attack mm-hmm. the other guy. But they're all straight but up. They can't There's move no... until the guy can't yeah. the ball at the five or in the end zone or whatever. Exactly. I was that lesson. So instead of so instead of eleven or ten guys having a forty yard running start at one guy, we get one guy with a forty yard running start at eleven guys. I mean, that, that's field 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 field. Field. when I say really everybody's bad. lined up across, I mean all ten men on each team are lined up five yards from one another. I just I so, think I <laughs> yeah, like so the odds of like no, think, think about exactly like it sounds though. Think about where the kicker is. Think about where the returner is. Now, if you go to let's just say the fifty, all of the kickoff team is on the fifty. All the return team is on the forty-five. Like they're literally okay. directly across from each other. Yeah, so so that way there's not that. Remember that guy you guys had way back who uh, his specialty was running into guys on the kickoff? I forget, he played for the, for the Eagles for a while. But there's not that guy anymore. 
it's literally meet five yards from each other, and then and that's going to be what the kickoff is, whether he returns or not. So the returns are got to be crazy, right? Everybody's got to be getting like to the thirty at least. I mean, yeah, but nobody's nobody's broken one from what I've seen. It seems like the runner has such an advantage. You got so much more room to open space to run without. Uh... Yeah. All right. And and was yeah, the second cool. um, change you were about to Well, it was about? just that it's a it's a noticeably like they play in smaller arenas. Like they weren't playing at FedEx, the the DC game. Like they're playing at like their soccer stadium, you know, which mm. you know substantially less people to make it look better. Oh, oh, and then there is the thing where they do interview the players right after a big, uh, right after a big play or a um, turnover on downs. So like if a kicker misses a field goal, they interview him about it right after. It's fascinating. <laughs> I, I like that. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And then you can actually hear the coaches. Uh, the coaches are mic'd up pretty much all the time, and you can hear the uh, the plays being called out. Yeah, I heard somebody saying, he's like, what's, this, what's he putting cover in his mouth for? We can all hear what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be – like, again, the, the <clears throat> coolest thing about the SFL was all of the things that the NFL stole from them. <laughs> so I wonder, like – how different does the NFL look in two years with presentation? Um, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, you know what? Let's. Uh, let's do an email that we got here from Jabron. Uh, uh, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Mailbag is always open uh, during the show, so uh, drop them in there. Uh, Jabron chimes in from Vegas. Uh, he says, "What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Do we know?" If the fiend uh, was to lose the title at any point, wait, what? Do we know if the fiend was to lose the title at any point? I, we we never Try know. Little, 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 I mean, we might have an idea. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Just like a flag league, the the XFL has one, two, and three point plays. So the one is from the two. The two-point play is from the five. The three-point play is from the ten. Okay. That's actually so on touchdowns, you can get nine points, uh, mm-hmm. theoretically. Huh. Yep. To always keep games close or, you know, keep teams in it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they make blowouts happen. Or they make people get blown out because <laughs> they can't convert. But, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. And then they have to keep attention. It's actually pretty smart. Uh, he continues. Uh, uh, so yeah. So do we know if the fiend loses the title at any point? Does he does he lose both? I've been trying to figure this out for a minute now. Does he lost both? What? Oh, like is the he fiend title. He's saying the fiend title and the universal oh, title. I think the fiend oh, title is recognized. Day. I think that's that's like uh, what? I mean, to me, it's essentially the the smoking soul title. It's the title, but you can only lose it once. Could you imagine Goldberg beat Fiend for the title and Goldberg for the next six weeks? Come out of that bullshit! <laughs> just don't even sell it. Just like it's a belt, or like, just like it's a normal mm-hmm. regular championship title. Just you know what? So what? Um, I feel like they've done a shit job explaining this to us fans on how it works with them. I think it's just a designer belt. I mean, you know, it's 
it is what it it clearly is what it is. A belt. It is designed to, uh, to sell five thousand dollar records. Right. That's all. And they have to put it on TV every now and then to remind people. Oh yeah, this is a part of the thing we do. Uh, second part, second question: Should we be afraid that Shayna Baszler is about to be a vampire on the main roster? Please tell me this was just a one-off moving forward Yo, for her if character. If she come up through the floor in the same shirt that Jerry had on in Seinfeld with a goblet, Sam, I'm still all in. One of the, I'm gonna be mad. One of the better, like, one of the better templates is the this motherfucker template, and they had Gangrel on one side and <laughs> Shayna. This fighting. <laughs> um, yeah, let's hope not. Let's hope she doesn't do some kind of uh, vampire deal. And that was just a one-off. Like Cam and I talked about about it. Maybe, maybe they don't even talk about it next week, or, or not not talk about it. Show and show the over-the-top blood mouth, and they just go, "Yeah, she better." And, it was so, so stupid. Um, they can't just completely forget it, but... Oh, can we talk about Becky Lynch? <laughs> okay, they have her steal of the ambulance and take it. But they, they have her dr- bring it back. <laughs> That's all right. Why are you going to get arrested? Take it back from the hospital after getting her neck patched up. She had the, the galls and the tape on her neck. And she came back in the same ambulance van that she drove away in. How? Make it make sense, Cam. That's white privilege, man. That's all I got. <laughs> came back in the same shit that I told. told. She, she, yeah, she probably told one of the EMTs, look, look hold this down while I go get my shit uh, patched up. And he and then came back and he was like she was like thanks and was out. <laughs> no fuck it she is thanks rude ass motherfucker. Uh cool thanks to Ron yeah let's let's hope they don't do the goddamn vampire shit. Let's uh, let's move on to I think Craig. Uh, hopefully he wants to be bogarting onto the show. Craig is that you? We'll do it live. Yes. Oh, sorry. Wait, let me Oh, maybe it wasn't Craig. Oops. No. Now I'm confused. Yellow, Craig? Alright. Yes, Craig don't want to be on there. Or whoever doesn't want to be on. So uh anyway. So let's talk more about this NXT card uh, coming up on on uh, on Sun is it a Sunday slot? It's a it's Sunday. It's running across from the All Star game. I think that's crazy. Um, I mean, you couldn't do it Saturday because All Star Saturday night is actually like a thing to watch too. So yeah, it's a Sunday night. Um, let's see. I just had the card up too. Um, let's see. <clears throat> of course, at the top well, is. Adam Cole Champa, um, you know, no doubt in my mind how good that's going to be um, because mm-hmm. those two are really good. Um, 
Ray Ripley, Bianca Belair. I don't know how well the, their styles are going to mesh, um, but I'm sure that's going to be fine too. Um, I think, of course, Undisputed Era, Fish and O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle. That's probably your – it's up there for, for a potential national night for me, but, of course, you have Finn Balor Gargano, which is going to be a million miles an hour, I'm sure. And then um, what Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai. I, I, I still feel like they're not the always pulling the trigger with Dakota Kai. Yeah. Um, like, I thought she was already going to be in title contention with the turn. But, I mean, I think it's just NXT. I'm so used to a show not being able to run multiple good stories that for <laughs> me it's weird. Or, that she ain't or, just shot right off on, or just hold off on or just pace things in a there's, there was no need for Dakota Kai to be she like if she was in the title picture now, it would just be cluttered and she'd be looked over because we wouldn't think she was in. So the fact that she's doing something meaningful that started three months ago that might not end till WrestleMania, you know, like it's, it's a street fight, so this might be the fall off, but uh, it's, it's depending on the finish. It, uh, I, I, I like, yeah, I, it shows me that pacing that people are sitting around and going, what are, where are they in three months? Where are they in six months? And that's what, that's what, that's really all you can hope for with the, with the creative process. And then when you watch World Smackdown, it's just so much, it's, it's maybe more clear that two shows are flying out of the seat of their pants. <laughs> yeah, I love the, the the gift, uh, or no, it wasn't the gift, the, the meme of Nancy Pelosi tearing up the papers, like, you know, WWE writers, Vince McMahon, an hour before the show starts. Rip. Uh, you know, definitely don't get that feeling for NXT, even in the last four months that they've been live. And and another hour. They've, been, they've managed to be able to keep that keep that feel about them, where If they need to, they're not people, and, and yeah, people get hurt. They can, you know, hold off, do something else, elevate somebody else. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a, a sneaky good card, uh, or not sneaky good. It's going to be good, and maybe not sneaky about it. But yeah, none of these are ever bad. Whether we go into it. Like, oh, my God, this is going to be the best thing ever, or this one doesn't have right. a lot of hype behind it. They always pay off. They always get yeah, in and out. Yeah, just your thing earlier about there's just going in the hype behind it. That's what I, I – one, and I'm going to say this earlier, one is the obvious, and it's not uh, attached to one of the big four papers. Hmm. And two, it's important. If this was a separate pay-per-view, but take over London or take over, you know, Paris. I mean, just wherever they could do something that would be a name. Shit, even, you know, take over Manhattan or New York or something. I, I think there might be a little more juice, but, you know, take over Portland. That's not a marquee 
city by any stretch in any league, sport, or anything. Hey, really quick, Travis. Um, So Justin Roberts has, like, an entrance video for AEW, and um, it's uh, a cartoon of him with each of the Golden Girls holding his legs or holding each other. Like holding him like sexy women do on the cover of fantasy cartoons or novels or comics. Oh. I'll say, yeah. Okay. It's funny. That's like his personal Twitter. That's not like an AEW. No, it's on the AEW show. Like it's on his Titan Tron. Oh, what? Yeah. Whatever. Um. Okay. All right, let's, uh, yeah, I guess we can uh, head down south before we uh, wrap things up and uh, bring on good old Darrell. Darrell, what's going on? What's going on, Trav? What's going on, Cam? Yeah. Long time? Yeah, in a little bit. Yeah. I ain't get on. I I was listening to y'all last week, but I was already starting my birthday celebration. So, mm. well, I wanna, uh, yeah, and then uh, Trav um, overlooked me the week before that. <laughs> what are you about? What are you? Know, uh, it was about time to go. How old are you, Robot? 51? Huh? 51? I wish so I can get some um, Social Security <laughs> while it lasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. Shoot, I thought I had I the calendar. I year had the calendar one grade. At least I can get some damn dental. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's stay to the family. Oh, yeah. D- dental um, costs an arm and a leg. And I have to pay for my son. He got braces. That's a payment every month. Mm. Yeah. But I um, thought I had to tackle some kids today, some kids' parents anyway. Uh-oh. Yeah, working at the school system. Yeah, I'm over there. I I'm over this um, charter school IT department and stuff. So I work with the kids and the teachers. And um, yeah. one of the parents bringing the kid in late, and she just want to pop off. And um, all I heard was motherfucker this, motherfucker that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Am I playing the wrong music? So I play music in the morning. <laughs> I said, whoa. So I went to go check to see if I'm playing the wrong music. I said, no. Okay, not me. And I'm still here, motherfucker this, motherfucker that. I said, oh. I skewed my language, too. So, But anyway, walked out oh, the yeah. door. It's a parent out here. It's a parent out here. And she's just going in on the secretary. So I'm standing there. The secretary knows me up. The parent haven't yet. So I don't know if she got a gun or nothing because the school in a kind of hood place. So, you know, some of these parents, they come strapped. So you don't know. So I'm like, I might have to tackle her up out of this door because the security guy, he outside, he's the one with the pistol. So if I know if I tackle out the door and I hear him get her a warning, I can roll off because soon she raise up with her pistol, he can go ahead and shoot her. Wait a second. If you t- 
if you tackle somebody, you you got him. <laughs> why? Why let him go? No. Oh no, she got to go. She got to go. Okay. Don't need no don't need no returns. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She might tuck it and pow pow me in the gut. You don't know how good the skill level is with the gun. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to tackle and get outside because it's kids and they're also. And when I walk in the hall, it's a little girl. She's scared. She holding on to her father. You know, he want to say something, but he with his his little girl, so I understand. So we call security up in there. He wrote her off. You remember on the um um the Chris Rock movie when he was going for president, and every time Robin Givens come by, they were and somebody he snatched her like up. That. Yep. Yeah, he snatched her up like that. It was just hilarious. And that started all my day to a rocking on bang. So I've been highly energized all day. Not listening to you guys. Well, damn, what a day. What a it's a lot. Indeed. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm in, I'm in uh, um, shirt and tie with some, uh, with some tight slacks. I said I would have ripped those. <laughs> I was just trying to get two more wearings out of them until I go ahead and retire. Them. You know, you had them favorite pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, you finna make me um go ahead and put them in retirement early. But good mm-hmm. thing she didn't. But um, man, I was listening to y'all um, and I um y'all was talking about that Shayna Baszler thing, and I was I'm like. To me, the reason why they had a bite the neck is because they can't do the old typical angle where you get beat and they pop the blood packet and the blood pouring all on your head because it's a female. So they did the little Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing Well, she got bit like... Well, to be fair, they don't do that with... Let's call them males. They don't do that with males either. Not not that often, but some of the top people. Yeah. We done seen we done seen uh, Roman get bloody. We done seen Brock, Randy. Yeah, but I mean that's just yeah. I mean we saw Becky bloody too over a year ago. Yeah. But in a lot of situations, it's just hard way. Uh, they're not a big. Blood. I mean that's years they just don't do blood. Uh-huh, but I I was thinking since they don't do it, but that's what they wanted, though, because the last time that heated up Becky to an extent is that bloody face by mistake by Nia Jax. So, you know, just to come in and set an impact, they did it like that. So I, I took it as is. I know people was um, up to their um, head in hate, like, oh, they done already ruined her and all that. I'm waiting to see what happened next time. I mean, it was not a good it was not a good visual. It was cartoonish. It was fucking over the top. It was didn't make sense. I mean, how does how does how does her face look like that? But there's not a pool of blood at Becky's feet and splurting out of her neck. It doesn't make sense. Like we know how that shit works. Oh yeah. Closer to a Tarantino movie than what we saw, like that's over the top, but it would look it's just, it's just stupid. They couldn't go subtle, so they just went full fucking. So being around people who don't, yeah. I don't seen people get cut 
and personally side by side and see somebody get shot. Blood don't spatter too much unless the bullet come out or something like that or you really hit the right bang. So it don't you saw Chopper get busted a little nick open up the top of his head two weeks ago. And when you get when you get cut in the face or neck, blood pours. It just that's that's just what it does. It doesn't so if you get But that wasn't a lot of blood that poured down his head. It was just a little creak of um blood. Look, creep. What do you mean? I get what you're saying, that. though. I'm just. It doesn't. If you get cut on the leg, it would just kind of like drip a little. But if you get cut on the face or head or neck, that shit is coming out because that's where all your fucking you know blood's pumping right there. Your neck and veins, all that shit. But it's just it's and I and I feel not, not realistic in the slightest. Oh yeah, very stupid. I understand if they were tussling and then Becky was about to get the arm. Um, Get the um up she back on her. Her. She went. She and came then, in there with their sole per, uh, uh, intent to bite her neck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they would have did it another way, like they tussling and stuff like that, and Becky about to come back on her, and then she decided to spit the mouthpiece out and bite her, and then we don't know that she biting her until we hear Becky talking about the bitch biting me, the bitch biting me, because she said they let her say, <laughs> "Did that bitch bite me? Did that bitch bite me?" So, you know what I'm saying? If they would have did it that way, they still let them the say the same, it's the same word. Looked, the way Shayna's face looked, Becky should have had no fucking question that she was being bit because blood would have been everywhere. Yep. That's what made it even more fake than what you were saying. But not all over somebody's neck. That little tiny little bit of blood there. It's just, all right, I'm over. What, what else you got in the last few yeah. minutes? But um, I know y'all was thinking that Ronda won't come back, but um, I think she still yes, will. Uh, uh, obviously, yeah, because obviously we're gonna get Naomi at um Elimination Chamber, because um we still haven't got our typical black person you know, for a title shot on the main two. Yeah, because we haven't got our black person to get the title shot uh, at um a pay per view just because it was February and they and usually every year. They get one to get a title shot. If you don't believe me, go back and check. <laughs> and one of the yeah, I mean, four main got, titles. You know, Ricochet got his title shot at uh, coming up, so you might shout it. Yeah. yeah, that go to men right there, and we get the woman. Um, that's how you know it's no longer gonna be since um elimination chamber gonna be in March. You already know she's destined to lose that one. Because so. <laughs> February gone, been long gone, so. <laughs> So, you know, then you get Ronda to come up and um save the day and be the hero and save us from the uh tyrannical boar. If that's cool to call her tyrannical boar because she's tyrannical boring. So Who? Are we talking about Bailey or Um Next? Bailey. Yeah. Bailey. Uh, right now how they got a plan. She she's a snorefest to a point because they really ain't adding no dimensions to that character. She's just, she's that just was upset. the problem. <laughs> she's just upset. Well, I see more personality out of her and on Sasha at times. If you like, you see them on like the up, up, down, down channels and stuff like that. You see more personality out of most of the people. Absolutely. When you look at the other stuff. So. They just ain't adding nothing to it. And they handicap her by 
keeping her and Sasha together instead of separating them apart because they don't want to tell more than one woman's story at one time, as you can see on SmackDown. Overall, they kind of changing it. She wasn't allowed to just be a heel. She did her turn, and then they brought Sasha back. Sasha returned, and it was like, why doesn't she just they split them up, and Sasha could be on Raw, and Bailey could be on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because no they way. don't build up other contenders for people. Like eventually, they're going to probably turn on each other. Mm-hmm. But that can happen down the line if you kept them apart, just kept them cool as heels, and then one turn on the other when it's time for them to have to fight for the belt. But I got two questions for y'all, and this is something that come up. I know everybody talk about how Drew should win the title, and if, uh, as in that get him over my thing is, what do you do with him the next three months after he breaks Brock? Which they have, in my eyes, nobody lined up to be considered as a hot feud. So, if he do beat Brock in a hot way, the next three months, you're trying to build up three different new contenders to make it seem hot. And each time you build up somebody new, you burning him down. Are you not keeping his fire lit? So my think, first question would be. I think Lashley's there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Lashley would be there through WrestleMania. Um, big strong guy, he can fight. Um, you know, I think that Andrade is going to be in that mix. Um, I think that Buddy Murphy's going to be in that mix. Um, Seth is always right there. There are a few guys they have on that side, and you got to wonder if you're going to get one or two call ups. But yeah, I think there's. I think Lashley is maybe the guy through the summer that they finally really do give, not a title run, but he's the main event challenger. I think it's been time for that, and I think that happens. Um, you know, Samoa Joe can always go either way as long as he's healthy. So there are a few guys there. Okay. Because you don't want the Baron Corbin um, subject. I, everybody always say it was Seth um, who killed himself by the Twitter. But I say he was already dying because they had him in a six-month feud with Baron Corbin. And each oh, month, he was getting him. worse and worse and worse. And then he had the Twitter spat where, where only he was doing what everybody else was doing. He was only doing what everybody else was doing and defending their home turf where we see everybody else do. But, you know, but as long as you with WWE, it's unconstitutional for you to defend yourself or your turf on the job that you work for. So, mm-hmm. understand that. But um, my second question would be, looking at AEW, AEW has the same problem too. Because what do you do if Chris if Jericho beats John Moxley and yeah. Cody beats M- 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 MJK or whatever? Or um, MJF, I can't yeah. say his name right there. Yeah, um, MJF. I think... I do think that Hangman Page is right there, too. I think they're going to run through. They're going to get off these tag titles off of them pretty soon. I think you have Page and Omega there. Um, more Page right now. I think he's showing a bit more personality. Um, but really, after them, Darrell, I, I don't know. Like, it's Hangman and it's Omega, and I don't think they have anybody else really lined up. Like, I don't think that you go with a Christopher Daniels um, if he goes with Dark Order, I don't think you do that. Butcher, the Butcher and the Blade is a cool gimmick, but my God, they are, and this ain't even their fault, they're two steps slower than everybody else there in the ring with. And it could be just everybody else so fast. Huh? And don't they always lose? 
Yeah, they below five hundred. They got the records out. They below five hundred. So too soon to to turn Sammy Guevara. Um, Darby yeah, Allen is a loser. I, I personally he think loses he loses all the time. And then they rematch that if it's me. Darby Allen. Good. Um, yeah. Darby Allen is a loser if you go off of their records because he always he loses. really he and can't win the big him, one. Again, it's not like you think he's less appealing. He, I, I don't know. Like I even made the joke today that he's like Sting but tries. He's like Crow Sting but with effort. But I don't. He doesn't do it for me, man. He really doesn't. He's Tony Romo. He's Tony Romo. If you want to act, talk about quarterback, he's Tony Romo. First, how's he Tony? No. Well, good, but good, but don't win nothing. Good, but don't win nothing. Yeah, great, great numbers, but you do not know if he's actually good because it doesn't translate to playoffs. Yeah, playoff yeah. win. Sure, great analogy, actually. Yeah. He's also like twenty-two. Uh-huh. In like forty-five years. Huh? I think said he. I think said play, Tony Romo is one and two. I'm like, yeah, but in like no, 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 no. He's also like twenty-two. Darby Allen. Like 22 oh, he's years old? Sure, but. I mean, and I that's why like they gave him title shot too soon. Like he shouldn't yeah. have had a title shot his first two months in in the company. Yes. You know, yeah. like, think about so it. Romo got that big shot and when he, he first came in as beating, quarterback. Not beating because he lost to Jericho, but he was in the match with Jericho with his fucking arms tied behind his back. It was absurd, yeah. absolutely absurd. Might have been one of the last impact or, or, or dynamites that I watched. Um, but yeah, I like that. Okay. And um, my last thing for y'all, because I just thought about it, y'all were talking about the dream, and y'all was asking, should he go up within a year or six months? And I was thinking, with how many people well, they're trying to go up after what time? Yeah, after WrestleMania. With how many people that they're trying to build right now on Raw, they're trying to build what, like six, seven different people? On SmackDown, nobody getting built extra. Nobody's getting built extra because Vince ain't allowing that. So, why, why would he go up within the next year, year and a half? Because the scene's so crowded, and you don't know how SmackDown going to do. If he go to SmackDown, he's dead man walking right now. He'd be comedy in a couple of months or nothing. So, with that many people, he should get another year and a half, especially missing six months of NXT, uh, six or four, or six, one of the two. Missing that much time, he might as well stay down there for the next year and a half, and probably for the next year. Like, Chompa, next beat. year, we should be talking about his 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 coming up into the main roster. He should be having a conversation: Will he lose his NXT title on the way out, or retire, or or go up and have a That should be the conversation yeah. we're having February twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'm thinking he could be the one five. to beat um, Adam Cole. Yeah, is it, is it year Please. four or year five that Braun Strowman has his first single title? Five, because he had no. all been around four years. The, 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 this is fifth year he signed the contract. Did he win the U.S. title or not? He won. So. Um, he hasn't won the title. This is his first title. Yeah, he won his first single title in year five. Created in 2013. He didn't show up in the group until like 2014, 
He didn't yeah. even start getting pushed as a, as a singles act like that until like 2016. Still 40. And, still and we in 2020. Oh, we're still in 2020. Damn. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, y'all right. Crazy, y'all right? Come <laughs> to the old dignity. First single title in 2020. He in, he in year five. Yeah, man, man. Like, yo, yeah, they they need they need a mid card. Um, but yeah, I think that ultimately Dream should be the guy to be thrown cold. Um, and see how long they can hold off. Maybe that's like some yeah. plan takeover. But yeah. And then yeah, and it looks like they they holding off on. I guess his big matchup is gonna be the rematch between him and Nakamura. So because. After that TV spot in Boston, dropped that um, promo for Elimination Chamber, <laughs> and it's um, Braun, um, Daniel Bryant, Nakamura, Robert Roode, Roman Reigns in Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber for number one contendership. It was, somebody so. pointed out that Roman Reigns is the youngest person in that match. That's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Hold up, y'all were talking about y'all scenario with Dream and winning and knocking off Adam Cole this maybe this summer. But y'all don't like Champa's gonna win at WrestleMania, most likely. Like they'll get through Are you Champa's gonna win? And they'll Yeah, they'll get they'll get through this week with a finish. I think the title the tag titles will be lost and every two months it'll be the dismantling of the new undisputed era. Mm. Like I, think, ooh, I think that's tough. Whatever, then the next one at the end of February, and then the last one at WrestleMania in April. They don't have another takeover till WrestleMania, so I think that's a little tough, Trap. They let him lose it with the momentum he got right now. That's why I said no. if he lose it now, they don't get another one. They can reform DIY. Oh, uh, okay. That's, no, that's a good point, but also depending on the finish, I think you could come up with something. For, for for the Portland, for the Portland. You had him looking like Johnny. No, you won't. He got fucking mad goons. Like there's all kinds of creative ways not to have a challenger look like a chump and uh, in, in, in losing or being disqualified or however they come up with it. No, no, no. But but your thing could be right. You could just lose, and that could be hey next challenger for WrestleMania. That could be somebody else. So. All right. Uh, anything else we'll get, we'll get to next week. Uh, thanks, Darrell, for the call. I appreciate you and, and, and your energy and your uh, that you bring to the table. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody else for calling and tweeting and emailing. Uh, thanks, Cam, for for hosting. Um, yeah, that's it, uh, free folks. The ride is over. Uh, we'll be back next time, next week, same time, same channel. VIP folks, click over. Rich and I'll be by for another hour or so of content. Um, we'll probably just talk NXT Dynamite. I don't think we have anything specific. Oh, oh, we I did finish The Martian, and then I watched the movie last night. Uh, and so like three weeks ago, I was all obsessed with Ready Player One. Now it's like, oh, The Martian is the greatest fucking thing I've ever read. <laughs> so we'll probably talk about The Martian. Um, until next time, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. <laughs>